Greetings from Fort Worth, Texas. It's Fort Worth Camera Radio coming to you kind of live from Fort Worth Camera. 1600 Montgomery Street, deep in the heart of the cultural district of Fort Worth. And I'm here once again with Brandon Cunningham. How are you? I'm great, Mackenzie. How are you? Doing pretty good. This is part two. He was actually our first guest. And since then, we've learned a little bit more about podcasting, how to record it, how to ask questions. Still struggling with how to ask questions. However, man, don't we sound good through these Rode NT-USB microphones, Brandon? And they, they smell good, too. Do they taste good? Yes, yes, they do. Mm. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so the term travel photography gets thrown around. A term less thrown around is humanitarian photographer, but you are definitely both. But travel photography, we all aspire to do something like that just because, hey, we all like to travel. But while there's some people who travel abroad, you travel abroad in a very, hmm, how should I say it, uh, turbocharged manner. So you are fresh off of two trips to the African continent within the last month or two months. Uh, two months, yes. Okay, so tell us about your first go-around within the last two months. Uh, first go-around, I spent uh, 10 days in Morocco, and it was uh, the sights, the scenes, the smells. It was definitely a sensory uh, overload, uh, especially for a photographer, just uh, like a candy store for a kid. It was fantastic. Great. Then um, your second go round. Second go round, I was in Kenya once again. A little bit different. This was uh, an assignment. It was uh, to photograph and document the potential building of a brand new all girls school in the Kisi area. Hmm. Now I like to think I'm a, a seasoned travel photographer as well, although I haven't really traveled abroad much lately in the last couple years. But I know that. I like to think of my photography from another sense, meaning how your other senses besides your vision affect your photography. At least, again, and that's just me. I know that the way I see things in terms of texture, how things feel, how things smell, the sounds, it ultimately, for me, uh, steers my photography. Can you relate to that? Uh, absolutely. I I generally look at a, a scene or a situation, uh, especially if it moves me in one way or another, like you said, the smells, the sights, the textures, and I try to envision the complete pro product, meaning all the way through the end, what am I delivering to um, those that are going to be viewing my, my art, so to speak, um, and, and try to put them in that situation. And recently, I, I feel like uh, that's gotten stronger. Uh, there's a quote that says, if the photograph's not good enough, you're not close enough. Mm, that's a good line. Yeah, and so I feel um, I've definitely taken that to heart. And when I say a situation moves me, I like to immerse myself in that situation, therefore giving the viewer exactly what I'm feeling. I want to share something with you. Can I be personal with you? Brandon? Sure. Go ahead. Okay, good. Uh, you're my favorite photographer right now. Really? Really. I'm not just saying that because we're friends and we're professional and um, uh, social colleagues, I'll, I'll, I'll say. But the images that you've been producing 
well, the, the images that have come forth recent from your most recent trip through Morocco are fantastic. They're stunning, and I'll say that they're, if this is a way to explain something, they're unpretentious. Hmm. Like, you know, like the sound of that? I do. Unpretentious photography. I, I, I also like the fact that you said favorite photographer and friend in like the same sentence. It's I true. Feel, I feel honored. It's true. <laughs> I mean it. But I guess what I mean is they're... They're just good, plain, not plain, but they're just good photographs that exercise basic photography that always work. It's just like having salt and pepper being the most elementary seasoning, but it works the best. I understand that. Okay, good. Because there's images that are really devoid of a lot of digital hoop-de-doo. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's a picture of a caravan... um, camel what you know camels walking across the desert it's color it's composed right and it is what it is yet it's so attractive and so inviting to the eye now pigtailing pigtailing dovetailing rather <laughs> what's, what's pigtailing <laughs> keep that in here don't don't cut that out that's pretty funny that's what we do here for yeah exactly we, we pigtail in so there's images that our color, there's some that are black and white, there's some that are on sand, there's some that are in marketplaces, and they all have an overwhelming, obvious sensation of texture. You can almost smell what those places look like. You can certainly feel what they look like. But again, those are just human you know, sensations. What about the emotional sensation that you get maybe um, your last trip through Kenya? working on the uh, the school for girls yeah the emotional side of it I mean every trip is is different but tapping into that emotional side in every direction is a must and you have to take a second to realize where you're at you know whether you're standing in the Sahara looking up at a blanket of stars that you can't really see anywhere else because uh, of light pollution or whatever it might be or you're in a small rural village in Kisi um, in Kenya and you're surrounded by 15, 20 children that may or may not have ever seen a white man before. You know, those emotions you have to tap into and sometimes just put the camera down, take a moment and feel something. Because if you don't, then what's the point? I understand you adopted a baby elephant. I did. Tell me exactly how one adopts a baby elephant. It's just a program online. You uh, go on and pay your money, and basically that goes towards the care, feeding of that elephant until it's released. And uh, you get monthly updates on not only your elephant, but the lady who owns the place also does uh, water paints. or uh, uh, And she sends you a new one via email every month so you get those and then you can uh you're not allowed to visit the location and actually see the elephants unless you've previously adopted an elephant so it gains you access if you're able to travel and see your elephant that's what it comes down to cool i would come up with a funny name for the website like no for real yes you can really adopt a baby org. <laughs> i think it's simpler than that but i'd, I'd hope so <laughs> no one, remember that one 
that's one of those times when uh, I haven't been in that situation before. Uh, usually when it's animals, it's wildlife. I don't have an emotional connection with <laughs> that, um, whatever, cheetah running across the, the land. No, but you got an emotional connection now. I do. Um, and what is his or her name? So I'll butcher the pronunciation because I'll back up just a second. The original elephant that uh, I had adopted, she was actually released to the wild, which is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is the second elephant you've adopted? Yes, but it was all in kind of the same time frame, and, and the explanation will make sense. The, the first elephant, um, uh, Tahari was her name. And, and by the way, for those of you listening, this is the part of the uh, podcast where we go off the rails and no longer discuss about discuss photography. We'll get back to photography in a moment. But in the meantime, here's Brandon back with his elephant discussion. Pigtailing. Yes, we're going to be pigtailing, pigtailing back to <laughs> elephant talk. Now we know what it means. <laughs> anyway, her name is Tahari, and um, she was three years old, and she got released back to the wild in between the time that I adopted her and arrived in uh, Nairobi at the um, uh, Sheldrick uh, Orphanage. So when I was on scene... Orphanage for elephants? Yes. It's an elephant orphanage. Elephant orphanage. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Hashtag elephant orphanage. So once I arrived and got word that my elephant had been released, hooray, that's the goal, uh, I adopted a second one who is only nine months old. And I'm going to go with uh, Kamanda. Kamanda is, it's, it's kind of spelled in a way that you have to make up your own name. <laughs> okay. But he's a little boy and um, he's just freaking adorable. And when you have a, a nine month old baby elephant hold your wrist with his trunk that you've helped potentially rehabilitate so that it can be released back to the wild because it either has a lost mom or an injury or whatever. Like my photography at that orphanage is crap. And the only reason is is because I hadn't experienced that before and it was pouring down rain, like just dumping on us. And that's one of those moments where you just got to put the camera down and say, Hey, look where I'm at. You know, I'm in an elephant orphanage in Nairobi looking at my baby elephant and petting and playing with, and it's just extraordinary. So life-changing. Okay. So back North to uh, Northern Africa, Morocco, tell us a little bit about your trip through Morocco, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the textures. We all talked about that. What do you want to capture the next time you go there? Because you probably will be going there again, won't you? I Spoiler will. alert! Hey, I absolutely am. I'm traveling, uh, the finalizing a scouting trip next month, where I will be then inviting a lucky seven individuals. Seven, you say? Seven individuals. You're running a workshop? I am running a workshop. In Morocco? I am. Tell us more. So, October... 17th through 28th, seven lucky individuals will join me for a 10-day adventure through Medina's uh, Blanket of Stars in the Sahara, 
Camel Ride In, Camel Ride Out, Atlas Mountains, uh, Ancient Casbahs. We will sit and eat traditional tagine Moroccan food. We will potentially learn to make a homemade Moroccan tea. And we'll uh, hang out in the marketplace and get to know some of the locals. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be stellar, really. This by no means is a commercial for um, the trip that we are producing along with Brandon, but it's it's a lot of fun to talk about photo opportunity, regardless of where it comes from. And this is especially exciting because we're offering photo opportunity for someone. And yes, you can learn more about this trip in October 2019 at FortWorthCamera.com forward slash classes dash seminars. I believe that's the the suffix to the um, link. But um, we know for a fact that this is going to be a successful trip. And again, forgive the commercial, but it's worth mentioning because it's exciting. We know for a fact that someone's going to sign up for this and have a photographic adventure experiences, an overplayed word, a photographic adventure like nothing else. Bucket list, call what you want, but um, I'm excited for the photo community of Greater Fort Worth and beyond to be a part of this in your hands because they're going to be able to experience the Morocco that you know, the Morocco that you've actually researched and experienced. So for your own personal um you know, edification. What what do you um, hope to get out of this trip in October? Well, I think the only thing that excites me more than you know creating a terrific image in in my own eyes is helping someone else create a terrific image in their eyes. And so that that passion um, for for teaching is just being elevated to that next level for me. Taking someone to a place that is so visually stunning as Morocco and then guiding them through the locations that I've been through, meeting the people that I've met and having those same experiences just, just enlightens my life that much more. Yeah. And that kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier about your emotional sensations bleeding over into your photography. And I bet everyone that goes on that trip, you all the way through your participants are going to experience that just the emotional satisfaction and energy pumping right back into your photography. Am I close? You're very close. I mean, we're just going to have a, (laughs) it's going to be a tremendous time and it's, it's, it's going to be very heavily um, photography based and every way you can think about it, but yet it's going to be enjoyable. It won't be stressful. It'll be laid back because that's the type of person I am. And hopefully that bleeds over into my teaching in the workshop. Thanks for joining us, Brandon Cunningham. Absolutely. Final question, as always, does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? Every moment that I am gone Ah. on my excursions. And by the way, you're gone a lot. I am gone. Can you work on that? (laughs) Absolutely not. It's going to happen. Every time I'm gone on my excursions, home is always on my mind. Fort Worth. Thanks for joining us. This podcast has been a presentation of Fort Worth Camera with locations in Fort Worth, Texas and Grapevine, Texas. The engineer is Greg Woods. I'm your host, Mackenzie Hughes. Please visit us at fortworthcamera.com or fortworthphotofest.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram.